The church at Philippi had a division. Indeed, there were two women who were at the heads of the factions in that church. Now, we know about that division because all through the first part of the letter, Paul very tactfully speaks about unity. For instance, at the end of chapter 1, he's saying that we have to be of one spirit, one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And then he goes on into chapter 2, talking about uh, being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. All that stress on unity becomes clear when you read the fourth chapter of Philippians, because there Paul gets down to the nitty-gritty negatively. He names the people who were involved in the division. He says, and you can imagine, can't you, as this letter was read the first time uh, from the pulpit to the whole congregation, you can imagine as these names of these individuals were read, how they felt about it and how the people who were sort of stacked up behind each one of these uh, uh, women who were leaders in the church, how they must have felt about this. So here comes this letter to Philippi, and here, let's say, the preacher's reading the letter along, and this is what he reads, beginning at verse 1 of chapter 4. The whole congregation sitting down there, and here's Yodius and Syntyche, who are the two leaders of the two factions in the church, and they hear him read this. Therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, wish I were there, wish I could help you out, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord, my beloved. I urge Yodia. Boy, can't you see the whole crowd that's stacked around Syntyche beginning to cheer right now? Yeah, go, give it to her, Paul. You tell her about that. She's the one that's wrong. I urge Yodia, and I urge Syntyche. Now you can see Yodius's faction beginning to, to brighten up a little bit on the other side of the room. I urge Yodia and I urge Syntyche to live in harmony, or literally to be of one mind in the Lord. Well, you see, uh, there was a division in this church. And these two women were over against each other, and their groups were beginning to form with them. And Paul says this should not be. You need to stand firm together. You need to come to reconciliation, one with the other, become of one mind in the Lord. Well, you don't always have to agree about every little thing with one another, but you have to agree to be agreeable. You have to come to the place where you confess your wrongs and your faults and your sins, and you have to learn how to talk things through from the Word of God until you do come of unity to unity of mind. But you're never going to come to unity of mind until you come to unity of spirit, until you're willing to work together and you confess your wrongs. So he says, look, I urge Yodia and I urge Syntyche to be of one mind in the Lord. Now today I'm talking to people who need that same exhortation. There are some of you out there who have been having some spats and some fights and some arguments with some people in your church. Indeed, maybe there's some lady sitting right out there now thinking, huh, there's another woman over there that I'm going to have to face when I go to church Sunday. All her crowd and all of her ideas and all her views and so on. Boy, I just wish she'd get straightened out and so on. And maybe the same woman that she's thinking about is sitting there next to her radio listening this morning too and thinking about her in much the same way. Well, that's how it must have been here with Yodia and with Syntyche. I want to urge both of you ladies, I want to urge both of you to be quite serious about this matter. We can't do the work of the Lord in disunity. We have to be of one mind in the Lord. We have to come together in reconciliation, confessing the wrongs that we've done one to another and seeking not only God's forgiveness, but each other's forgiveness. 
And that's what Paul was concerned to see happen here in this church. So he personally urges each one of them to get these things squared away and get them squared away right away. But he didn't stop there, and it's this that I want to stress today. He goes on in verse 3 to say, Indeed, true comrade, or genuine or true uh, uh, yoke fellow, it says in the King James, or, or uh, b- fellow bearer of the yoke, uh, the one who carries the yoke or who, who is, is uh, in the yoke with me. You know, the yoke uh, hooked two oxen together. And Paul says, you're a worker in the same work that I'm doing. You're a comrade or a, with me in the same kind of work that I'm doing. Indeed, here he is probably addressing, therefore, the pastor of the church who is reading this letter at the moment, and he's saying, not only do I urge Yodia and I urge Syntyche to be of one mind in the Lord, but indeed, I ask you, you who work in the same kind of work that I'm involved in and that I'm engaged in as a minister of Jesus Christ, I urge you, pastor, to help these women who have shared my struggle on the cause of the gospel, together with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Paul says there was a time when these women were very faithfully working for Jesus Christ. Their services were being used for him. They were a real blessing to the work of the Lord. They were were working in his very struggle in the cause of the gospel. When he was there in Philippi, they helped him. Now, instead of struggling for the gospel and fighting against all the forces of the world and the flesh and the devil, all their energies and all their efforts were being drained away as they were fighting each other. And so he says, look, You once were productive in the work of Christ. Now you've let all of your energies be wasted over this terrible, awful disunity in the church, which not only wastes energy, but it begins to tear down the work of the church of Christ. I'm saying to you, get on a stick here. Get that whole issue reconciled. And he's saying, Indeed, I not only personally urge you to get it reconciled and say this to you, Euodia, and say this to you, Syntyche, But I want the pastor of that church to sit down and be sure that it happens. I'm asking him to help these two women. I'm asking him to sit down and bring about this reconciliation by pastoral counseling. And you know, there may be a pastor even listening in today who knows that there's a division in his church, but he's been hesitant. He's been fearful. He hasn't really gotten involved in the situation. He's just let it go on and on and on. That is not the way to deal with the sheep in your flock. You must have the courage to take this matter into your hands. If the two people who are involved in the problem on their own will not come to reconciliation on their own, then you must become involved as well. And that's what Paul is saying here. When others fail to to bring about that reconciliation themselves, then the pastor of the church ought to become involved in that situation. Now let's suppose Yodius was willing to be reconciled and Syntyche was not, or the other way around. Also, the pastor would be somebody to bring into the picture in order to help. That's what Jesus was talking about in Matthew 18 when he talked about going to another party who had offended uh, you uh, personally and trying to bring about reconciliation. But if the other party refused to be reconciled, then take one or two others. And if that did not work, then officially take the matter to the church and bring about an issue of the matter by a a, a deliberation of the church, which would become a court of the church to try the whole matter and adjudicate it. 
Well, Paul is here working on that second stage level. He's saying, I want the two of you to get it squared off, but I want, to, want you to see to it, Pastor, that it does get squared off. And if they don't do it on their own, then you be sure that you move in and help them to do it. Is there some problem between you and another person in your church? Well, maybe if you haven't been able to settle it, you need the help of your pastor. I urge you to try to get this matter settled first with the individual, but then, if impossible, go to your pastor, tell him your desire, tell him your concern, and prayerfully be willing to follow his advice that he gives you from the Word of God. Lord, help divisions within the Church of Christ which are sapping so much useful energy that ought to be poured out in the work of furthering the gospel of Christ. Help, Lord, we pray that these energies may be conserved. Help these divisions that tear up churches and tear up people to be stopped. And largely, Lord, we pray that that may be through following the advice that we read here to become reconciled one with another and become of one mind in the Lord. And Lord, give pastors courage to reach in and help people who on their own find themselves unwilling or unable to do so. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.